0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Bets for NFL preseason Week Three coming up next hour, final hour, power hour of the show. In addition to our bets for tonight and Nikki Football's EPL bets for the weekend, but it is in fact Thursday, which means Ken. This Ken, is, if you're not watching, if you are watching the show, then you know this isn't the case. But if you aren't, close those eyes for a second and picture Ken Barkley in a Santa costume. That's that's basically what he is right now. Santa Uh Lockheed is here to give us bets and analysis on the Heisman Trophy market for this season. On this, Enrique, the fourth day of Lochmas.
0: College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Martinez steps up. Throws. Crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like
1: one thing.
0: It's luck Miss time. on you better you bet.
1: Hey. All right, Santa. Heisman hey. Trophy talk coming today. We'll get back to the conferences next week here on You Better You Bet. And before we talk about Caleb Williams, before we talk about Jaden Daniels, Quinn Ewers, etc., why don't you give us a little primer, some guidelines here for betting the Heisman Trophy market?
0: Yeah, this is a this is an award market where I feel like I've gotten <laughs> I feel like I've gotten smarter every year, and that I make fewer bets on it. And it's really really fun to bet. I bet the Heisman market every year. I have started betting it less and less before the year starts. Honestly, because I think it's really, really difficult to figure out before the year starts who's going to win. I think it's, like, really, really, really tough versus some other markets where you can narrow it down to a really small list of players in some cases. We'll do NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, there might be, like, four players that can win that award already. Season hasn't even started yet. And uh, and the Heisman just doesn't work like that. All the guidelines for who wins are all forward. They're all, like, things that haven't happened yet. So, like, what I mean by that is... Okay, like you want someone who can have like an insane statistical season and not everyone can have an insane stat season because of the team that they play for or the style, the system that they play in um, their offensive coordinator, like what they want to do. So like, but we don't necessarily know who that is yet. Like, we don't know what styles we kind of do. We know USC is going to score a bunch of points. Caleb Williams get a bunch of stats. But we don't really know that yet. Like, oh, well, you want someone that plays for a team. Like, rule number number one, you, like, want someone who plays for a team that wins 10 or more games. Really, in the modern era, you want a team that makes the playoff. Uh, Since the playoff started, only once has a guy won the Heisman that didn't make the playoff, uh, Lamar Jackson, when he won. And that was, he was a huge long shot. He was 110 to one. I, that was one time I did bet him before the year. It's like one of the ones I've, rare ones I've gotten right before the season starts. And every other year that the playoff has existed, it's been a player that made the playoff. So like even in the playoff era, Colin Wilson has come on and said this too. It is possible that you really want to restrict your thinking to the teams that you think are going to make the playoff and who their candidates may be. And that gives you a really, really small list of teams, honestly, to pick from in terms of who you want to bet So you're like, oh, well, we've narrowed the field. Well, not so fast, because when we start to get into teams this year, I think you could make a case that we don't know who the Heisman candidate is on like four of the seven teams that are the most likely teams to make the playoff. Like who is going to be the singular candidate that this team produces? And there's a big probably a big argument about who that's going to be for a bunch of the teams that are really likely to make it. So, yeah, your, your primer is, look, it's pretty easy to understand If you're betting a guy to win the heisman you better really think he can win 10 or more games players have won winning nine or more it's only happened a couple times it's like lamar jackson tim tebow like you're really 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 special quarterback seasons but like you're looking for 10 or more and in this era Honestly, you're looking really for a team that has a really good chance to make the playoff, which is even better than 10, Uh, you know, 10 and 2's never made the playoff before. It's only been a better team than that. So that frames that part of it. Insane statistical accomplishments. Like you brick a couple weeks, like poor performances to start the year. It's kind of already over. Like if it's like three of them, uh, one of them you can put up with, but man, really can't put up with a lot more than that. You got to have insane stats. Got to have them early. And playing in a big non-conference game is a huge help to them, obviously too. Uh, and it is a like quarterback centric award, not the same way NFL Most Valuable Player is. Like non-quarterbacks can win. You know, Devontae Smith won. Running backs have won the award, obviously. But you know, you want to skew, especially in modern era college football, you want to skew more towards quarterbacks. A lot of dual you know, dual threat quarterbacks have had a lot of success as well. Quarterbacks have put up insane numbers recently. So just you kind of keep all those things in mind. Y- you you can have a bias toward quarterbacks, and that's a good idea. Uh, you're looking for a, a playoff-worthy team, and you're looking for insane stats. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that does narrow it down a little bit, to be fair, um, but it doesn't narrow it down where it's like, well, here's the one winner or here's the two winners.
1: All right, good stuff there. Guideline and a primer from Santa Lockie on the Heisman Trophy market. You better bet with Nick and Ken. Lock day four, talking Heisman Trophy. Uh, I have the BetMGM market up now. I will read some prominent names and prices, and then Santa, if you'd like to go, like, a little bit further down the board, that. Uh, that that is your wants and your will and we can do that obviously uh, Caleb Williams the reigning defending Heisman Trophy winner returns to USC he is uh, plus 500 to uh, go back to back and win the Heisman Trophy Jaden Daniels LSU at 9-1 to uh, Quinn Ewers of Texas at 11 Michael Penix Jr. Washington at 12 Clemson's Cade Klubnick at 14 Florida State's Jordan Travis at 16 Notre Dame's Sam Hartman and Oregon's Bo Nix also at 16 along with Michigan's J.J. McCarthy North Carolina's Drake May at 18 along with Georgia's Carson Beck Ohio State's Kyle McCord at 20, along with Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, we, I, I'll mention Drew Aller because I know a lot of people that we've had on the show, including Colin Wilson, like Drew Aller, the Penn State quarterback. He is currently 25-1 to 1 at Bet MGM. Um Any – oh, how about this? The Browns traded Josh Dobbs to the Car- – Josh Dobbs might start for the Arizona Cardinals this year, and what that means is that Dorian Thompson-Robinson is going to be Deshaun Watson's backup. We'll do this a little bit later. Uh, but, Ken, to the Heisman Great. Trophy here – names and prices I just gave you what stands out break it down for us our listeners and viewers please
0: yeah I mean why don't we just start by okay if we think their team that makes the playoff is going to produce the Heisman Trophy winner that that's happened every year but one and that's a good place to start I mean God, let's look at your list of teams that are the most likely to make the playoff and try to figure out who their candidate is going to be and this year that is a ridiculous exercise if we did this last year it'd be like Alabama Bryce Young Ohio State CJ Stroud like you'd come up with the answers right away in a bunch of situations and This year, uh, you tell me. So your four most likely teams to make the playoff are Georgia, in some order, Georgia and Alabama from the SEC, and Ohio State and Michigan from the Big Ten. Uh, They have four of the highest win totals in the market also. Georgia for being the best team sure is bad at producing heisman trophy candidates because they are a lot of times driven by an otherworldly defense there was a big push a couple years ago for jordan davis to win um, by a lot of people and and that just never materialized in a reasonable fashion uh their quarterbacks don't generally put up eye-popping numbers they rotate a lot of running backs They're also starting a new quarterback this year, Carson Beck. I don't even know if he's going to make it through the year. They got 18 different five-star quarterbacks behind him. They got Brock Vandegrift. They got the guy uh, Dylan Riolà. right? That's the five-star guy they have from last year's class. Like I just, there's a lot of potential for Carson Beck to not even be the starting quarterback all year. I think you can make a case Georgia like never has a Heisman Trophy candidate. They're the best team. Okay, let's start with that. That's kind of weird. Uh, How about Ohio State? Okay, do we know who their starting quarterback is? No. When you do know... That price. So, again, we do this, like, what are the prices most likely to drop? Yeah, if McCord wins the job and that's announced week one. Now, Ryan Day says it might go into the season, so, like, that's not going to happen. But let's say it did happen. Then guess what would happen? McCord's price would drop. So if you're, like, trying to get ahead of a price move, figure out who Ohio State's starting quarterback is going to be. Figure it out as as well as you can. Uh, You will also want to do the same thing with Alabama, who is also not announced who their starting quarterback is. Jalen Milrow, who is, like, the most likely one, is 60-1 to right now in a bunch of places to win this. If he becomes for sure the starting quarterback, like named week one, like minted as like he is starting for us this year to start the season, then his price won't be 60 to one anymore. So the price drops that are coming are going to be like the quarterback competitions that are undecided. Like those are the bets that you can try to figure out. Now, look, do I know who's going to win those jobs? No, I have no idea. But like, those are the numbers that are going to move. Whoever wins Ohio State's job and whoever wins Alabama's job. Are those guys going to win? I don't know. We haven't really seen them play football before. It's possible. Uh, Ohio state has like another totally different set of problems too, which is that once the guy wins that job, this is what happened to CJ Stroud all the time. Are people going to want to give it to the quarterback when there's seven NFL wide receivers and two NFL running backs, Travion Henderson, and and Williams are both back. Like who even gets the credit when Ohio state's really good. The new quarterback when Stroud was really good last year. Like now, now you're like, now you don't know what the hell to do with Ohio state. People like Marvin Harrison. That's great. They've got nine candidates if you have nine candidates, you might have zero candidates. Honestly, if like one doesn't emerge over the other ones, that's Marvin Harrison's big problem too. So you got talent all over the place. That's actually problematic for somebody winning. By the way, those are the two best teams, Georgia and Ohio State. Maybe they have all have a combined zero Heisman candidates. Michigan, it was Blake Corum last year. I was talking to Kanish, who's a huge Michigan fan. They want to use Corum less. Donovan Edwards a little more. Is it McCarthy? No. Like I just, okay, do they have a candidate? No? Great, those are the three best teams. Like I, and at, we just did Alabama, too. Like, the four best teams have no candidates, and that's why you see the market shaped the way it is with, like, none of those players listed up top. And so you're really like, now you're going to bet on low-priced quarterbacks who may not even make the playoff Like clemson's definitely making it usc's definitely making it or having a chance to make it uh i guess caleb would be the example of another guy who won who didn't make the playoff last year to be fair to what i said earlier so the two have not made it um but still really good and was one game away from making the playoff to be fair like that's the type of team you want to look for and uh and so it's like all right like who who am i landing on here uh the 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 next exercise i'll do which will be the last one and this is really easy okay um take like all of the people who make any sense on the really good teams so win total nine and a half or better take them all and like price compare them to what they are in the market like guys who like quarterbacks of teams if a team has a monster skill position player versus everyone who stands out it's like all right like who is the longest price like jalen milrow would be probably the answer to that question the problem is we don't know if that he's won the starting job yet so he can't really be the answer I think, like, Bo Nix is the answer to the question. Like, he's the longest price of the guys that you know are going to play. Actually, there's two. It's Bo Nix and Dylan Gabriel. Those are the two longest prices for the starting quarterback for Oregon, starting quarterback for Oklahoma. They have win totals of nine and a half. That's the same win total as Jordan Travis, the same win total as Drew Aller, the same win total as Quinn Ewers, the same win total as Jaden Daniels. They're projected to win the same number of games. Dylan Gabriel can't have as big of a stat season as Quinn Ewers. Bo Nix can't have as big of a stat season. Again, like if it's prices likely to drop, which is all you should be betting right now, it's winner of the Ohio State job, even though I don't think he'll win. Winner of the, Al- but you'll get closing line value, at least in the first couple weeks. Winner of the Alabama job if it's Milro. And it's of all these nine and a half and tens, who's the longest price quarterback that could still have that kind of season? And I think the answer to that is probably Bo Nix and Dylan Gabriel. So it's like to start the year, that's kind of all I'd be thinking about. And then as we tick off games and we learn more information, then it becomes more about like how everyone has actually performed on the field. Do
1: you have any more presents under the tree Santa to start the power hour?
0: No. Yeah. My present is a Josh Dobbs conversation.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't hear what you said, but we'll, on the other side, we'll talk NFL preseason week. Number three.
0: We'll be right back with you. Better you bet presented by BetMGM MGM <laughs> on the bet. QL network.